0: hello and welcome to another episode of the home run on wheels podcast this is ron clements with my wife patty hello and it's been about a month since we talked with you we're going to try to make this uh A little more frequent here as we get closer to spring training, Patty. Football season just ended. It did. The Super Bowl was a pretty good game. The Kansas City Chiefs coming from behind to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Unfortunately, the Niners got to the Super Bowl by beating my Packers in the NFC Championship game. But hey, as Bears fans have been saying since 1986, there's always next year. I have no comment for that.
1: (laughs) I do have a glare, but they can't see that on the microphone. Right.
0: (laughs) But uh, we have some exciting news, starting with a little guy named Maverick, who joined our family on Saturday.
1: We hired a new marketing manager. We did. And he is a two year
0: old border collie mix named Maverick. He's about 50 pounds. He will be three. We found out from his paperwork he's going to be three on February 23rd. So we'll have to do something for birthday his birthday party. Right? Yeah. Woo woo. Well, we'll invite all the little dogs and Alex from Strohs and Spuds McKentons. Now you're
1: getting a little bit carried away (laughs) and also out of the decade.
0: (laughs) Uh, But, you know, Maverick... All right, so a little background tell you guys how we found Maverick. We adopted him from the Maricopa County Animal Shelter in Mesa, Arizona. Well, two weeks earlier... You and I drove up to Wickenburg and looked at the Humane Society up there. We met a couple dogs named Boots and Chloe. Both dogs had come from homes where they were kind of neglected and were very, very timid around people.
1: They're very sweet, but they were very standoffish and, yeah, and didn't really feel a connection.
0: You're right. And that's something you said you wanted to have with the dog to replace Holmes. Not really replace Holmes, but, you know, for our... our never replace no, him. No, can never nope. replace Holmes.
1: But to save, to rescue. Yeah.
0: And with Maverick, there was just that, that instant connection. And he when he jumped into the RV like he's been here the whole time. When we got brought him back on Saturday. And when we went to bed Saturday night, he jumped right into bed with, him, with us. And we didn't have the heart to stop him. And that's been something he's done every night since.
1: Yeah, I think we have a... Co-sleeper.
0: I think you're going right. Going forward. Uh, he we, he does have his own bed, and he's napped on it a little bit, but he does have to adjust to life in the RV a little bit. Uh, we're watching a movie on Monday night, and it was kind of chilly, and the heat kicked on, and he was laying on his bed under the TV, and there are, there are two vents on either side there. One is the main vent for the furnace, and when that kicked on... He must have jumped two feet in the air. It was pretty hilarious because he was so startled by it. it well, the one it woke the him up from his nap. Noise was
1: probably right by his head. One and yeah. two, the air probably came out and hit him because he was right, right by that other vent.
0: Yeah, I mean that was so funny though. <laughs> he actually went over to the vent and and then like sniffed it. Like what in the world was that? And <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. But he hasn't reacted to the heat coming on since. But I, I think he was just startled because it woke him up.
1: Right, and yeah, he does have his own bed. If we were in a house, I would probably be more diligent about not having him necessarily be in the bed with us. Right. But it's kind of hard when the bed is just incorporated. It's right there, and what the heck? It's a king size.
0: Yep, it's funny. He just sleeps right in between us. Um,
1: Well, he sleeps at the foot, and then he sometimes sneaks up in between, yeah.
0: Yeah, but Sunday morning, though, the first morning... The first full day we had him, Sunday morning, we both got woken up with licks on the face because he was ready to get the day going, and he's not shy about telling us when he wants to go outside, even if he wants to go outside. Immediately after we've been outside and just comes in, he gets a drink of water, and then he's ready to go right back out. He's got that puppy energy that we haven't... We really haven't been around that much because Holmes was 11 when we lost him, and uh, a lot of that he had while well, it was gone <laughs> right he would still get excited periodically but
1: i took him on a little practice hike i guess you would call it up bomb to the skyline park and he did good he was you know i kept him on leash of course mm-hmm. but but he did well and he and he obviously enjoyed it and i expect a lot more hikes in the future
0: yeah, and there's a public land area right next to the rv park here in buckeye that we can we're able to test him Go off leash a little bit, and he he's been pretty good. We tell him to stop, and for the most part, he does. Sometimes we got to tell him more than once, but you know you got to do that with your uh, two-legged children too. You got to tell them sometimes more than once or twice or three times to do something, right?
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Or maybe your husband. You got to right.
1: Sometimes the husband never listens.
0: <laughs> but the interesting thing with the RV life with Maverick, though, is to see how he'll adjust in April when we hit the road again. Um, will he be like? Why is the whole house moving? <laughs> or will right. he just hop on the bed and be chill like Holmes was?
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Holmes wasn't crazy about it when it was moving. No, he wasn't. Either, but he dealt with it. And um, I'm sure Maverick will be fine and, and get used to it as well. He sits up there um, while I'm working, too. So he's already my little Office companion. assistant, yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: You can hear him now. He's laying in front of the door, and he's kind of whining a little bit, wanting to go out. Now, even though before we recorded this, we ran him around for about half an hour, and I mean, it's it's so funny.
1: He probably hears somebody outside. That's uh, what maybe triggers so, him sometimes. but
0: but anyway, you that that's, there's your introduction to Maverick. And like I said, when we hit the road in April, we're gonna head up to Vegas, and we'll see how he does traveling there. You and I spent a couple hours the other night plotting out our entire. 2020 course and with the dates and everything like that when and where we're going to be places and so we'll go ahead and share that now
1: and that was more than just a couple hours by the way that was like our whole night
0: you're right it was like <laughs> in, into like one o'clock in the morning we started at like seven in the evening so uh okay so when we leave here we're gonna go up to las vegas and you guys can and we're, we're gonna post this information on our social media account so facebook twitter uh, instagram we'll post It'll have to be an image of a document because we're not going to be able to fit all this in one post. But uh, uh, when we leave here, we're going up to Las Vegas for the NFL draft. We'll be there through about April 27th. And then we're going to hit that row of national parks starting with Death Valley and then hitting Sequoia, Kings Canyon, and Yosemite before we get to Reno on May 6th.
1: It seems like we can't stay out of California these days, babe.
0: I know, right? Went over to California for the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl a few weeks ago and had a good time over there. Um, but now getting those and you know, like the objective of this trip is one to hit the five States we have left, but two to see as many national parks along the way as we can. So if we got to backtrack a little bit into California, so be it, right?
1: I'm good with that.
0: So then, uh, May 7th, we're actually going to fly out of Reno to Atlanta and then drive over to Augusta because our son, David is graduating from Augusta university. So pretty excited for him for that. But then when we get back, we'll hang around the Reno area for about a week and then uh, cut down to Utah and hit those national parks down there with Zion and Bryce Canyon and Capitol Reef, Canyonlands, and Arches. Really looking forward to Zion and Arches especially.
1: Yes, and we've timed it so we can have some weekend time so I can get out and explore as well.
0: Of course, all the while... We're doing this, and, well, between now and the time we leave, and if I have to do it while we're on the road, I'm working on that, a sports fan's guide to Route 66 and trying to get that done. I got about 44 pages in now, and uh, about 18,000 words, so that's getting uh, closer and closer, a few hours every day, plugging away.
1: Keep going, babe, keep yep. going.
0: And we discovered something. Moab, Utah has an airport that we can fly out of when we have to go back to Georgia the end of May for David's wedding. He's marrying his fiance Gabby, in Watkinsville, Georgia on May 30th, and so we're looking forward to that. Uh, so that's another trip to Georgia out of the western United States in May.
1: Yeah, that's going to be an interesting, you know, we're going to be frequent flyers that month.
0: Right, which is cool because, you know, maybe we can use some miles when we go to Hawaii in November to complete our 50th state.
1: Well, out of Moab, we'll be on United, though. So.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. American Airlines is, uh, yeah, we'll have to fly out of, a, we'll have to fly an American out of Reno, right?
1: We'll have to see. Yeah,
0: we'll have to see if that's an option. Um. So anyway, we obviously, we have not booked those flights yet. But uh, so anyway, yeah, so then when we get back from Georgia, get back to Utah, then we're going to head up north, uh, hit Grand Teton again, and actually spend some time there. And then Yellowstone before we go to Glacier National Park, and we're going to be in Glacier National Park from for uh, uh, Fourth of July weekend. And uh, when we so did
1: you see? Do they have festivities there? Uh,
0: I do not know.
1: I would think somewhere nearby. Yeah, but the wood anyway. that's
0: already booked, and our RV park in Denali National Park in Alaska is already booked for July 10th through the 13th. We'll come back, and then it will be. This will really begin the excruciating part of the 2020 travels because when we leave denali on july 13th i think 12 of the next 14 days we will be moving every day about five to 800 miles a day so i'll be napping while you're doing that okay (laughs) and that is so we can get to the upper peninsula of michigan where my dad lives for my birthday on july 27th spend my birthday week there and then cut down august 1st is my grandma's birthday she'll be 90
1: yeah, so it's not really about your birthday. It's about your grandma's birthday.
0: Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, uh, going up to the UP for my birthday was just kind of a nice little perk. Uh, but the main objective and why we're pushing this so hard is so that we can be in the that, that area, that region of the U.S. for my grandma's birthday on August 1st. And then August 13th, From the 12th through the 16th, we'll be in Iowa because on August 13th, the Yankees and White Sox will be playing at the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa.
1: I saw an ad for that the other day, by the way, finally on TV. Did
0: they tell you when tickets are going to be going on sale? No. I know. We got to know. We got to know. We got to know. And then uh, after that, it's down to St. Louis for Peoria to see your family and then down to St. Louis for a bit before we hit New Orleans for a month in like the mid-September through mid-October and then we'll head over to Florida where our address is and fly to Hawaii November 8th and stay there for a week and then we'll have all 50 states and now you know the rest of the story.
1: Okay why all of a sudden?
0: I don't know I just felt a little Paul Harvey there. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So I hope you guys can follow us uh on our travels and you know what if you got some travel advice for us like places we should hit along the way we're going to stop at teddy roosevelt national park in north dakota while we're cutting across that top portion of the united states uh someone let us know why we should stop at voyagers national park in minnesota convince patty that we need to stop we're there. Not-
1: doing that because you're already making our schedule too tight (laughs) and you told me we couldn't go to olympia so we're not going there olympic Olympic national park olympia is way south of
0: there the capital of washington
1: you told me we couldn't go to olympic smarty pants
0: that that would be more out of the way (laughs) i even showed you the mileage that it would be more out of the way to go out to olympic than it would to be To just take that little detour north and cut back down through Duluth. It's
1: not a little detour. It is,
0: too. It is not. It is, too.
1: Not happening, folks. It might. He's already trying to kill me with these day-over-day-over-day-over-day-over-day stops and starts, whatever you want to call it.
0: And we're using Harvest Host, so basically we're our...
1: That's good, though. I'm excited
0: about that. So the only thing we'll really be paying for is gas and then whatever we decide to pick up to eat and drink along the way. Uh, And then to dump at, uh, you know, the glamorous part of RV life, dumping at uh, spots that have dump stations like uh, Flying J gas stations and um, rest areas and stuff like that. So, And those do exist. Rest areas and some parks actually have dump stations. Camping World, we can dump for free there if we see one of those. So, yeah, we'll make it work. Uh, It'll be an excruciating two weeks there in mid-July. But it's all about the adventures. Life is about the adventures and the stories you can tell, Right. True that. and I hope you've enjoyed our adventures and the stories we have told along the way with this podcast. This is our 97th episode, and it's not making any money, but we enjoy doing it. We want to share uh, our travels. We want to share our mission with foster care, and uh, and we're able to help get kids out to games. In 2018, in Miami, Detroit, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Denver, and St. Louis, and then in 2019, in Pittsburgh and Washington D.C. And I'm working on trying to get some kids out to spring training games and. I I was at the library working on the Route 66 sports books, and I met a woman named Laura, who put me in contact with this guy named Chris Nelson, who runs a two youth baseball camps here in the Phoenix area. Uh, One is for kids who can actually afford to go to camps, and then the other is called the MVP Youth Behavioral Baseball Academy, and that is designed. It's a free baseball camp for kids in the foster system and he holds the camp at the Milwaukee Brewers Spring Training Stadium in Maryvale, right there in Phoenix. So he's already got an in with the Brewers. He lives in Surprise, Arizona, and does some work at Surprise Stadium, where the Royals and Rangers hold spring training. So I'm really hoping when I meet with Chris next week, that we can uh figure out how to make this work to get some kids out to some spring training games and uh i actually was working at the library on tuesday and i met a a woman who asked me if i knew a guy who works for the reds and so she's going to try to put me in contact with him in Goodyear, so maybe we can make that happen as well so exciting things happening there i hope it it all works out and comes to fruition that we can get some kids out to games and give these children an opportunity they would not otherwise have and so i'm I'm pretty excited. I was kind of frustrated because I wasn't. Uh, I was reaching a lot of dead ends with the phone calls and so and emails I was sending uh, a cu- couple weeks ago, and so now something's. Uh, hopefully, the gears are in motion here.
1: It's good that it's shaking loose.
0: I hope so. So we just got to g- grease it up a little bit more and make it happen, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's just really good to know about what chris is doing that's a really hope awesome to have him
0: on the home run on wheels podcast here if not next week the week after that um that is the plan so, so chris can get the word out about what what he is doing with this camp why he started it how he started it um how how people can get involved with it and if you've got if you're a foster parent who wants to give your, your kid in the phoenix area an opportunity to participate in a baseball camp at a major league baseball team spring training facility then hey by all means uh, listen to the podcast when we have Chris Nelson on, and hopefully, my spring training job with the Brewers will even help make that happen. Uh, I I really hope uh, you know he's got an in with the Brewers, and hopefully, I will have an in with the Brewers, and we can make this happen. Sounds good. The Brewers were one of the teams to donate tickets for uh, for, for our mission in in uh, 2018, so hopefully, that continues in 2020. And I think. We're caught up now, aren't we? I believe so. Like I said, next week or the week after, we'll have Chris Nelson on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Going to shoot for next week. Uh, depends on his schedule. He's he's also a JV baseball coach at a uh, one of the local high schools here in the Phoenix area. So he's got a he's baseball practice has started for high school team. So, so he's so he's uh, yeah kind, kind of. of. <laughs> uh, so he's got a busy schedule after school, and so we're going to try to make that happen. But uh, so stay tuned for Chris Nelson and uh, as always thank you so much for listening to the Home Run Wheels podcast have a great week yeah this is a
1: story of famous dogs for the dog that changes its tail will be busy these are clapping dogs rhythmic dogs harmonic dogs house dogs street dogs
0: dogs of the world unite dancing dogs